Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everyone. Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time and the podcast will rock ow hello baby Welcome, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between. You have stumbled into a new edition of And The Podcast Will Rock. That's right. We are the show that dives into the catalog, the discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, it's hot and you can't tell me in canada it doesn't get hot because i don't believe that and global warming is a thing but this isn't the time for politics how are you doing i'm doing great it, it is hot it stopped raining uh, th- that's been the big thing around these parts uh, in saskatchewan anyways we've had a, a shit ton of rain but uh, i'm not complaining uh, after the winter we had uh, I'll, I'll take hot and wet any day of the week hey oh hey kind Aren't of appropriate for this podcast <laughs> But I would I would appreciate yeah I would appreciate you sending some of that uh, rain our way because the grass is so dead because it's been so hot and so dry and just awful. Personally, I don't mind uh, uh, missing out on the rain, but because it's so hot, we need it. Um, but hey, people tune in to the show for weather talk, and that's what you're gonna get right at the top of the show. Weather talk. We are the Van Halen Weather Podcast. So yeah, just to brighten up your day, all those people that really hate it when we talk about the weather, it doesn't matter. It's what's happening. But Corey, I am super, super stoked because this is a uh dare I say an action-packed episode we have on the docket. Wouldn't you agree? I absolutely agree. We got a full house here uh, tonight. Uh, a couple of Prairie Boys, finally some fellow Canadians uh, to come on the show with myself uh, from our sister province over in Manitoba. 
Uh, you'll know them from the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast. It's Sean and Todd McGinnity. How's it going tonight, gentlemen? Fantastic. Doing great. Awesome. It, I got to tell you, I've been looking forward to this show for a long time, ever since kind of Sean initially reached out and, and said, you know, he liked the show and then hooked us up uh, with Eric Senich and said, hey, you know, we've had Eric on our show. He's a great dude. You want him on the show? And I was like, uh, yes, please. And before you know it, uh, he was on the show and did what, probably one of our best shows. And actually, we were talking about this before the episode, called his shot in what he wanted to hear. He said, I want Cabo Wabo. And that's exactly what we spun. Uh, so, Sean, you might have an update on that. Were you talking to Eric just recently? Uh, yeah, I talked to him, I guess, fairly often. Um, and he wanted to do another Babe Ruth today. And he wanted to call a shot today. So when we're going to call our manifest uh, of what songs we're going to hear, he want, he put a special request in to call his shot for today's episode. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you know, he's not going to pick something uh, that's not good because he likes everything, first of all. And uh, he's got impeccable taste. But uh, while we got Sean and Todd here, let's talk really quick about your show because uh, I'm a yes. big fan of your show and it really kind of encompasses everything. Uh, everything kind of in, in geek culture, whether it be movies or TV or, of course, music. Uh, whenever Eric comes on, and he recently just did a podcast with uh, Chris L from Pot of Thunder. So, uh, yeah, Sean, uh, maybe kick us off and tell us a little bit about uh, the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast. Sure. Um, it's uh, been around for six plus years. We're at, I don't know, we're 20 shy of about 400 episodes, I believe. And, uh, it's just basically I've got two young kids and um, that when, when the kids kind of happen, the, the playing out uh, at various venues with my brother and bands kind of slowed right down. And uh, it's, it forces me to hang out with my brother at least once a week, even if it's only over zoom and to talk about music, which is what we do anyway. And to just kind of nerd out about the things we nerd out about. Now, Todd, like are a you virtual the... kitchen party. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Todd, are you the older brother? yes yeah I, I think that's why i relate probably more to you when i listen to the show uh, <laughs> oh, oh really <laughs> yeah it, it's kind of like uh yeah like sean was saying it's like a kitchen party where uh you know you get your aunts and uncles and cousins out and uh usually everyone's kind of talking in the background you just kind of sit there and you listen and there's conversations going on that that that's kind of the way i feel that we we kind of do it like if we had someone sitting on a couch or something beside us while we were talking that, that that'd be kind of like our conversation and it's what, nothing really specific it's usually it's it's whatever whatever's going on at the time and what's your favorite type of show to do is it music uh, based or something else <sighs> you know what i'm an older dude but i'm still young at heart so I'll, i mean video video games has been uh and music but but video games has been a, a big part uh, so any, any new games that that come out and whatnot, we usually discuss it. Sometimes we'll be lucky, and we'll have a console uh, and PC that'll that'll kind of talk to each other, so we can actually play together. Oh, nice. Yeah, which uh, which no, not too many games are like that yet, but uh, it'll come. Back for blood, back for blood. Let's do it. <laughs> we should play and record at the same time. Ah, uh, yeah. Be awesome. set up a twitch channel that's uh that's all the rage right now go ahead do it uh, yeah i hear those kids like that twitch thing yeah <laughs> apparently they do uh, yeah oh yeah i'm one of those kids that cannot figure out how to do twitch yes some uh, yeah one of those now, kids now is it true about facebook it's for old people uh cory what do you say 
What's going on I, here? Come I on. I call myself old. That's fine. That's I, 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 that's I, that's I question the Corey. You see all the gray? It, 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 it. That's why I shave, man. I'm probably grayer <laughs> than all of you. <laughs> Sean, I've been kind of dying to know as I've been listening to your show. Sorry, Mark, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no you're fine. I, I, know exa- I know exactly what you want to do. You want to ask Todd about the guitars in the background, and we'll get to that. But first, I wanted to ask Sean, do you have like a favorite episode or maybe a favorite guest that's been on your show? No pressure. I love putting you know what you know what to to be honest like we have some recurring ones that that show up like consistently and over and over again and those are probably my favorite um we have coming up soon Todd I didn't even tell you I was talking to our cousin Danny who plays in uh, a kiss cover band called the love guns they just had a massive show in Shediac New Brunswick and um he's flying back to Alberta and then we're gonna hook up with him and we're gonna talk about that show and a huge crowd that showed up for that. He's a recurring guest. That's, I don't know, when family's on, it's kind of fun. But probably my favorite guest we've had was our mom. <laughs> She's been on twice. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a very, that's a very good answer. <laughs> just, just in case she tunes into this show. Yeah, mom, mom used to be a, a, a pretty famous singer on the East Coast back in, I guess, the 60s, late 60s. So it's always kind of fun to hear her stories because she doesn't share the stories with us. But when we're on the air, we're just like, what? I didn't know that one. I didn't know that one. So, you know, we get to pull some uh, deep intel on the scene back in the day. That's awesome. Now, as I continue to monopolize, uh, Mark, the, the conversation here and don't allow you to talk, uh, on your latest episode, the part two of the Chris L episode, which I encourage everybody uh, to check out, it's a, it's a great back and forth between you guys and Chris L. And he's a fantastic interview. And you learn a lot about his time at Playboy. And uh, yeah. you learn a lot about uh, shit uh, in episode two, which I found was interesting. But uh, one thing I really found uh, interesting was you guys actually considered doing a Van Halen podcast. Oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there was the whole copyright thing kicked us in the face. Um, we, did a, we did a soundtrack episode, which honestly was, like, at the time was probably my favorite episode. We had little clips of a, of a few songs on there. Um, and basically, it was just Todd. Like, when Todd goes gaga over stuff, those are usually the best episodes. And he was going gaga over uh, his favorite <laughs> soundtracks, which included Twister and some Van Halen, you know, the yeah. Van Halen one. Right. Um, and, and we played, like, I don't know, 10, 15-second clips of a whole bunch of songs. And um, immediately after it was, because we released Mondays, like, we pre-release on Mondays at 5 a.m., and as soon as it was up, it was taken right down, like immediately pulled off everywhere. And we got some letters from a few labels saying they represent uh, ACDC and Guns N' Roses. And, and um, what was it? There was like five different ones, like five different cease and desists. And uh, they pulled the episode. So I had to, because we're never late for an episode, we had to do a, a rush edit to redo the episode with no sound clips in it and uh, still release it the same day. And that was like, okay, well, I guess we're not doing a Van Halen uh, podcast then. Yeah, it, it kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth. And it's like, you know, you don't want to put all that work into it and then find out that they're going to be pulling your episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a matter of time, I think. They finally were, they're finally just like, well, hey, how the hell did these two dudes get get through the cracks? If, if Donnie down, Downer here, sorry about that. Well, they're, if they're still following us, they might. Yeah, I mean, you never know. But uh, look, uh, I ha- 
I'm I'm still reeling over. Uh, you you named a place in Canada called Shittyak, and I was like, oh, you made that up. I had to while you guys were talking. I had to look it up, and it's like, oh yeah, it it exists, and it thankfully it is not spelled the way I put it into Google. No, because Google's like, hey, you dumbass, did you mean this? Like, yes, I meant that. Thank you. That's our accent. We still have a little bit of residual accent from the east coast of the Maritimes that pops up every once in a while. Depends if I'm having one of these or not. (laughs) Well, I appreciate the yeah. yeah. Oh, it's cracking in water. Oh, you went cracking. That's a bold, bold man. Hey, I'm still trying to get sponsorship. I'm still, hey, if you guys are listening, uh, you know, if you don't want to sponsor our show, I get it. But how about and the podcast will rock? Sure. We're, we're I mean, look, I mean, we're, we're big fans of uh, cracking like things. I have a Cthulhu tattoo right here with there the we go. Look, there I, we will, go. I will gladly just say, oh, it's totally the Kraken. If you give me free rum, I will do this. Yeah, I, right. I am not above whoring myself out. Uh, but you. <laughs> But uh, I just wanted to say, you guys, look, if, you, if you're into soundtracks and podcasts having to do with soundtracks, look mm-hmm. no further than my podcasting partner, Corey. He has another show called Backtracks Theme Music. That was an intentional and- segue, by the way. I mean, the, uh, the, him and the evil John Mariano get together and they talk about uh, songs from, their, from movies they love, shows they love, and they put it all into a, a playlist. I mean, Corey, you can talk about it better than I can, but that's essentially the premise. That's pretty much it. You know, uh, we go back and forth. John and I, when we bring a guest on, they bring their favorite song forward. Uh, the next two are actually TV theme songs. We have the X-Files this week and the Cheers That's theme right. song next week. And then we get back into uh, just, you know, cuts from from soundtracks. My first two were uh, uh, Tiny Dancer from Almost Famous, which is one of my favorite mm. movies of all time. And uh, w- one I have coming up is actually a cut from Rocky Four, which I'm very much looking forward to that one dropping <laughs> because I love the Rocky Four soundtrack. Nice. Oh, it's so good. One might argue that's all the movie is, is just yeah. the soundtrack. And to, the, and to those people, I say, what is your point? Exactly. And uh, <laughs> now I feel like we can't move on uh, into the show yet, just yet, until we address the fact that behind Todd is this little display of guitars. And not just any guitars, but they are actual uh, Eddie Van Halen-styled Franken guitars. Uh, Todd, please <laughs> tell, tell us about your display back there. Uh, well, as you know, I'm a big Van Halen fan. Um, I mean, it, it all started with, uh, oh my God, the very first album. And then when I saw the guitars that, that he had, it was like, you know what, one of these days, I'd, I'd love to have a guitar like that. Could never afford, you know, they, they had the, when they first came out, I think they were like, what, 20 grand, something ridiculous. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I, uh, so I just went on Kijiji, uh, just use, you know, buyer's place. And I found a uh, Squire, I think it was a uh, it was a red or black one so i just stripped it down and i uh, just kind of created my own uh had a few tips and tricks you know using uh, i think it was it javex with uh, my five position switch and just kind of throw it in there overnight and it just rusts up really nice uh, along with the bridge and other things so yeah it um you know i put uh, kind of a pickup in it i can't remember now it was a custom custom i think and then also beside that, you'll see I've got a black and white, which was mm-hmm. basically the Frankenstrat before it became the Frankenstrat. So it, you can see the the, the patterns are, are very similar, uh, and it uh, it plays great. But uh, I like to leave it on the wall just as a reminder, and every time I kind of walk by the studio, I look at it and go, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a fun oh! project. <laughs> you <laughs> so, said it, Dave. Yeah, painted it up black. Did the stripes, painted it white, 
and then scraped it again, painted it red. And that was pretty much the process. I just took one of his pictures and I kind of took the tape and just kind of, you know, did the pinstriping and stuff. And it, it took a while, but I was able to get it done. Looks good, man. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. The effort absolutely shows. Um, like from here, I wouldn't have been able to tell that it was just a strict replica. I was about to ask you a thousand questions of like, who do you know that got you that uh, this guitar? <laughs> like, I need, I need a name. Um, but that's even that's even more impressive that you it's it's got your personal touch to it. It's basically your uh, tribute to Eddie, as it were, and to the band. So I I am into it. I salute you and very good craftsmanship, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Even simulated the cigarette burns. Uh, yeah. On the headstock, which is amazing. That's how you know he's a true <laughs> fan. Cigarette burns. The neck pickup had the red, uh, red portion on the on the front of it. You'll see. Uh, oh yeah, it's yeah. Broken it's, reflectors uh, on the back to match the broken reflector and Eddie's, and yeah, it's pretty much an, yeah. almost an exact replica of the picture that that you can find online of of his guitar. Yeah, amazing. And he can play it too, by the way. <laughs> there isn't any well, Van yeah, song I have not heard him being <laughs> being able to play. <laughs> well, I figured with a nickname like Fast Fret that you know he was pretty good on the fretboard, so I, I assumed he was a pretty well, good guitar player. Well, that's that that's that could be deceiving too, because you know when someone calls someone Little John, you know, and they're they're <laughs> six five, like when you call a bald man curly, I got you. Yeah, that type of thing, <laughs> slow hand, you know, really fast. <laughs> that's the third Robin Hood reference I've had today, <laughs> and I'm not sure why that is that has happened, but uh, okay, that's that's the day I'm having. Well, grab your bucket of quarter quarter staff, and what do you say we uh, start talking a little Van Halen, Mark? That's a little Daffy Duck quarter staff. But I'm not telling him that. Yeah, it's like I understood that reference, and I was ready to just quote the rest of it. But yes, we should. But before we get into the song, before we get into the we have a spin at the wheel, Corey, we got to have a look at the polls from last week. Yes, sir. And last week, of course, was take your whiskey home, which. I thought it was going to be a slam dunk 100%. And right. it was close, but not quite. Of course 98%. Not. Of course not. I know. 98% what dreams are made of. 2% this dream is over. I, I don't uh, know. Why? But the, the first why comment we're going to talk about tonight was from John Mariano. And he simply said, wasn't me. Do you believe him? <laughs> I don't know if I do. <laughs> you I, know, I, think, I think I believe John in this one. Really? I think he was this stunned. Might, I think this might be the, the one time I believe him. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would believe because I this sounds like a song the way we, we've known Mariano for a little while now. And I feel like this song is one he definitely would jam on a regular basis. So I'm going to have to uh, give him a little bit of props this time and go, yeah, I believe you when you say it wasn't you. But he knows who it was. <laughs> well, he probably <laughs> does. Yep, absolutely. Uh, our good friend Jonathan says top five Van Halen song. Everyone shines here, but Michael Anthony's bass line is my favorite part of the track. Amen. Hard to argue with that, that's for sure. No argument. Uh, Airhead 3 says, Ed's phenomenally crisp intro on the guitar is a thing of beauty. Guessing his reluctance on this song stems from its simplistic, repetitive structure mixed up only by modulating up each time. Great groove and killer playing make it a great, greater than some of its structure, though. Um, which huh. uh, very good analysis, not very well could be. Mm -hmm. I always thought maybe it was just because he had played it to death because he played that back in the uh, the backyard party days in the 
you know, Pasadena Club Days, he was playing that song. So I just thought maybe by the time they got to the album, he was maybe just sick of it. But it could very well be what the Airhead's talking about. Could be both. If only we were music historians. Someone call Eric. Quick, pick up the uh, Van Halen yeah, back phone. Call Eric, I'm, yes. I'm texting him right now. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally texting him right now. <laughs> cool. While you do that, I'll read the next comment. It's from these two knobs from the Sean Geek and Fast Fred podcast. Yeah, don't uh, trust those guys. <laughs> it's a, a negative vote? Really? This is a top five Van Halen tune for me. This is why I drink whiskey, for God's sake. So literally, is this? would you put this in your top five all-time Van Halen songs? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like that song. Yeah, very, very good, very good, very groovy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and yeah, I, if it's not top five, it's bordering for me. It's definitely, I think, in the top ten. Very underrated. Yeah, that album's I, I underrated. That. I think like, oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a few great, awesome tracks on that album. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, our next comment is from Jonathan, who says, "When I started listening to Van Halen, uh, right around the fifty-one fifty era, and discovered their back catalog, it never occurred to me that Dave Lee Roth was not viewed as a good singer." This is one example of how great his voice is mm. to think one band had three of the greatest voices in rock and roll. And I agree with that. And I, I think I talked about it on the show about how when Dave stays in his wheelhouse, um, he's fantastic. And uh, I was talking to the guys uh, before we went on the air. Uh, I have Van Halen on shuffle all the time in my truck. And uh, the Tokyo Dome album came up, uh, his version of Panama. And I, I wanted to rip mm. my own fucking ears off so I didn't have to hear it anymore because his voice <laughs> was so bad. But... <laughs> You know, on Women and Children, he sounds amazing, especially on that track. Was that not the album? I'm, I'm going to pull an Eric out of my ass here. Wasn't that that was that not the album where Dave was trying to get a certain sound going with the voice, and it just and then he's like, uh, so he he draw he stopped drinking whiskey for like a week, and then was working on on, on having a better delivery, and it, it might have even been on this song. Eric can Eric can tell me I'm full of shit, but um, but anyway, but. Templeman said, nah, that doesn't work, man. Go back to the whiskey. And he drank the whiskey, and I think that's when they recorded this, or one of the tracks on here. He said, we need that that whispery, that sounds like you just smoked a pack of Marlboro sound back. Like, we don't need clean singing from Dave. Absolutely, because that's Dave's Templeman's an enabler. He's no Sammy Hagar, as uh, Mark likes to point out every single show. (laughs) Do you guys find, uh, you know, when you have the, the, and you have some of the sound bites, but when Dave is singing without any of the effects or the, the music in the background, you can really tell, you know, the way his voice is. Do you find his voice is as bad as some people say it is? I don't, personally. And, you know, listen to a clip like this. Least I don't need to beg borrow. You know, to my untrained ears, I think that sounds pretty damn good. Now, Mark, you're a singer. What do you think? I don't think his voice is as bad. I know I, I, I get really, really harsh on, on Dave sometimes, uh, but that's only because I feel like most of the time he can do some very impressive work, but a lot of the time he's just stuck in Diamond Dave mode for a particular Van Halen songs. So it's a lot of, you know, a lot of hoots, a lot of hollers, a lot of squeals, a lot of zip bop, zoobity bop. And it's like, you know, you're, you don't have to do that. Just Just be you, man. Just, just let it let it fly let the voice be free uh if whiskey helps then bottoms up i guess but uh yeah i i don't think Come he, on, it mom, is mom, as mom, bad mom, baby bottoms <laughs> up sorry <laughs> thank you that was beautiful we should all um, harmonize and come in 
Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you guys go ahead. I'm going to sit back. <laughs> I miss the harmony. <laughs> it's going to get weird real quick. <laughs> you know what? I got the whiskey out, and uh, Sean's got the Kraken, so it very mm-hmm. well might. Uh, but we have one more comment I want to throw in here. It's from our good friend Tom. Uh, he says, the dynamics between the acoustic intro and the electrics kicking in are a bit off, but there's no denying that group. And that's for sure. That None whatsoever. And that's all the comments on last week's song, Take Your Whiskey Home. Uh, like I said, 98% versus two. Kind of shocking. Just don't, I just, I just want to know who, who, you, who, who are you people out there that think it? Did you just think it was meh? Or do you just seriously not agree that this song was uh, was good? I just and, don't. And know. who hurt you? Like, yeah, who <laughs> hurt you? And uh, maybe they're uh, maybe they're anti whiskey. I don't know. Maybe that has something to do How with it. How anti whiskey? Well, some people are. Well, nevertheless, if if you are out there, if you were a part of the uh, what the two percent that <laughs> voted, voted that the dream was over for. <laughs> the other two percent, not the other. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the other two percent. Uh, feel free to drop us a line. Yeah, tweet at us and let us know. Be bold. Don't be afraid. We won't attack you. We yeah. just honestly want to know why. Um, that but that, uh, I bet you you're a very yeah. lonely person. Ain't got nobody. We ain't got nobody. <laughs> there we go. I want to hear more of these. These are awesome. I, I had I had asked Corey for more of the sound clips, and that's what I got. So now I'm I'm gonna wonder if that was a mistake. Oh, here they come! God damn it, baby! <laughs> no, I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. Ah, yeah. That one's actually my favorite. <laughs> that's the best. But uh, you know what else is the best, and sometimes the worst. The, the wheel, the dreaded wheel. I think it's uh, I think it's time to get into the song, get into the the show uh, proper, and that means spinning the wheel. Uh, Todd, Sean, you guys are our guests, so you can see in front of you the actual wheel. It exists. It's real. We have it's this real. thing. Uh, we're the not wheel. bullshitting the Twitterverse or anything. Um, the wheel is and lately. Real. <laughs> the wheel is real. And, Thank you, Todd. Uh, lately, uh, a trailer for us. The wheel is real. I think yeah, I think yeah, Todd does really good sexy uh sexy uh intros and stuff. Oh, I'm rigid. Absolutely. <laughs> In a world where only one podcast <laughs> bring them together. In a world. That's awesome. Oh man, but uh but before we spin it, I gotta ask because I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh I will put it to you to you all. Is there a particular song? or perhaps an album, an era, if you will, that you want to manifest for today's show. Uh, you guys are our guests, Todd and Sean, so please feel free to let us know what what song or album or something that you want to manifest for The Wheel to bring us tonight. We'll let Todd go first. I, I, now, I, now I'm vacillating. I've got, I've got two different ones in my head now. <laughs> Un- Unchained. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that your favorite song of all time, Todd? Your favorite Van Halen song of all time? You know what? I, I see it on the wheel, and I was thinking of the actual video that I had seen on MTV or, or much music, depending on on who's listening. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was a it was a great tune, and I remember tuning down, you know, to, to try and play that song. And my God, when you tune down, it was like it gave that nice thud bottom end thud and this was before all this gent stuff and this new music that's out where everybody tunes down um and it was a it was a really good it was a really good tune really like it 
Absolutely. We play on nine string guitars and we tune down to G flat. <laughs> the floor just shakes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do Todd. Okay, our next. Okay, I'm I'm gonna call this right now. Our next episode, Todd is going to do a movie introduction to your show. We're gonna put it on our show and do a movie introduction of the podcast La Rock with that voice. You know what? It, it, it. I would say it, it may replace the Michael Anthony intro we currently have. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be hard to justify that but we gotta we'll incorporate it if he does absolutely it'll yeah. be worth it it'll be yeah. it'll totally be worth it the podcast will rock with desire oh it just came that's See, amazing there it is there it is we, we gotta get that fucking shirt made that desire shirt. <laughs> picture of Todd's face that's the one we desire. don't hire underneath desire Todd oozes sexuality I know no one can see him but we got him on the <laughs> if I wasn't questioning my sexuality before I am now Big, bald, beautiful <laughs> bastard. Uh, I think, you know, we, we were on someone else's show, and we did uh, we did uh, sexy Trump tweets. And Todd had to read uh, Trump tweets in a sexy awesome. voice. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> you know what? Uh, if, if, we could, if we can dare say, if I, we can get you guys back, we'll have Todd do sexy David Lee Roth tweets. Oh, there's so many great David Lee Roth. I'll, I'll pull quotes from his autobiography. We'll have Todd read them in a second. Oh, we got to do the Peter Chris, uh, but do, do oh, the yes. Peter Chris thing, but do it with uh, David Lee Roth. Uh, David Lee Roth, yeah. Pick a page, yeah. Yep. It's got to happen. You guys got to come back now. Yeah, that's, yep. yeah. That's, we'll we'll yeah. put it in the books. But, yeah. Sean, what uh, what do you want to manifest tonight? Um, uh, years and years and years ago, Todd and I uh, did a film together. It was uh, like a student film. And uh, we actually threw a Van Halen song into the sound, well, the soundtrack. It was into the, uh, well, whatever. It was part of the score of the film. And we actually used somebody get me a doctor. Oh. And that's, that's I kind of want to hear it now. Because with all the, uh, the wife had COVID a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, we've all been sick with colds and stuff. And it's like, somebody get me a doctor. <laughs> I love that pick. Because like a couple of weeks ago, I had COVID. And that's the one I wanted. Yeah. Somebody get me a doctor. And now my yeah. daughter. It's had a cough for three weeks. We might mm. hear her coughing in the background. So that would be a great pick. I'd be all in for that one. There you go. And uh, by proxy, I believe you brought another manifestation from our friend uh, Eric. Yes. Yeah. He's like, he's been tweeting the whole freaking time. Hey, <laughs> what's the song this week? I can't wait till Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. Am, am I going to spoil it for him? I'm going to tell him. I don't know. But uh, he really wants to hear humans being. One of the best lyrical accomplishments of Sammy Hagar ever. He stole my song. That's what I was going to pick. <laughs> because, well, now it's well, not going to manifest, Corey. I, I, I'll pick something else then. But yeah, when, <laughs> when you're talking about Twister and Todd, I'm like, fuck yeah, Twister, human's being, let's do it. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, here's what's going to happen. I'm, gonna, I'm going to make a, a stunning revelation. This whole time we've been doing the show, I've had a, a song that I want to manifest on this show every single time. And I never say which one it is. Mm -hmm. I'm right. going to reveal what it no, is. No, you're not. Oh, Yes, I am. I'm going to reveal it. I'm putting my seatbelt on. To, it's a first. To the, to the <laughs> shock of no one at all, it is, in fact, humans being. It must <laughs> Are be. you, what, for so, real? It's humans being. No it, way. Yes, that's, okay, that's, three humans being. Corey, you yeah. can't change your vote now. Okay. You can't. So now you we, we kind of have to. I would not be mad if we spun Unchained. That would be hilarious and awesome. So, uh, <laughs> but yes, I am going to put as much, I'm putting half of my energy into humans being, but then half into another song only because if we land on it, 
we'll have another special guest. So. And it's up for breakfast, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, please no. <laughs> just just for you, it's up for breakfast. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, Corey. Um, All right. But no, we now have our manifestations, and uh, we're we're gonna channel it. We're gonna try real real hard to get what we want. Let's see if the wheel hears us and feels it and wants to get, grant us a merciful, uh, uh, exciting show. Okay, well, we're going to go to Sean, and we're going to get you to pick a number between one and five. That's how many times I'm going to shuffle the wheel. So go ahead and pick a number. Let's go five. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Are we ready? Oh, let's do it. Let's do Give it. all up to you, Sammy. Let us. Here we go. <laughs> And it's gonna be uh, nowhere near a human being. It's in a nope. simple rhyme from Limited <laughs> oh, Children first. So couldn't wow. be farther apart, I, I think. From, uh... <laughs> well, swinging a miss there. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Our second consecutive song from Women and Children First. So that's kind mm. of interesting. Mm. My God, you know what? I'm I'm not good with names, so I <laughs> I, I can't remember what the song is. That's okay, Bill. Me either. I'm I'm kind of uh... a. <laughs> You know, uh, it was the uh, last cut off women and children. So uh, I- if you kind of bail after take your whiskey home, you-, you may not know this one as well. Oh, I know it. All right. Well, I tell us really a little well. bit about it. What, what's your uh, recollection of uh, the, the, mel- the melodies in the song are, just, are, are wicked. It's just That's one true. of those songs where it's just, it's got some wicked bass in it. And it's just, it's a rocker. It's, it's actually probably top five out al- probably a top five song off that album yep yeah i i, I would agree with that uh, mark do you uh recollect this one right off the hop i don't that's uh i'm kind of with todd on this uh the the track name is sort of throwing me off I'm like well do i know this one like how i'm trying to uh find the melody in my head and and whatever before we uh get into the song itself but uh i don't know i'm really not sure uh, th- I can tell you that this album itself is not one that I've had like on constant rota- rotation. So, you know, I, I pick and choose the tracks. So there's a good chance this one slipped me by. Oh, you'll remember when you hear it. Yes, me. You're going, oh, oh God. God. Uh, th- <laughs> and then you're going to go, like... oh, God, a second time. And then, well, you know. <laughs> and then, yes. <laughs> uh, this one I know was was part of the Warner Brothers demo, if I'm not mistaken uh way way back and they, they even played it i think in the, in the backyard party days so uh, uh one of their older tracks uh, that made its way yeah, into children first indeed now is it the same or is it different because some of the old the very first ones that they did before they recorded uh if you can get a hold of some of those songs when you listen to it some of them have, have evolved over the years mm-hmm. so is this one the same as, I, as what's on the album do you recall yeah, I'm not sure. I imagine it evolved, uh, like you said, but uh, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I know originally uh, uh, Eddie had kind of a more acoustic intro uh, to the song, but they changed it because they thought they might have been trying to like replicate Led Zeppelin. Mm. Huh. Eric gives a thumbs up, by the way. On In a Simple <laughs> Ride? Oh, yeah, he loves this song. <laughs> yeah. Well, that tracks, yeah. And, and literally everything I said is everything he just told me. <laughs> Tell them about Eddie and Mike's harmonies. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> What's Eric doing? Does he want to jump in on the call for time? I'm, I'm half tempted to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Uh, for for the guys who, who don't quite recollect this one, should we just start playing it? I think we should. Yeah. 
All right. This is uh, In a Simple Ride from 1980s, Women and Children First. Sean's a drummer. Oh, my God. (laughs) Come on. Listen to that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come on. <laughs> I already have my vote in. I don't walk away now. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. I, did, I didn't even know Eddie had a 12-string. Yeah, I guess he played a 12-string Rickenbacker on this. Oh, okay. Is that what he's playing, the Rickenbacker? Yeah. I never knew he even played a Rickerbacher. This is just what uh, what uh, Google is telling me. Perhaps only in the studio, you know, when you can just uh, play around with all sorts of things just to get your sound right for recording. place to stop it yep mm-hmm. okay i really like dave's lyrics in general there's uh there, there, there's a there's a meter that he uses you know when he's doing all the the scabbing and that sort of stuff he's got a meter to to how he does his stuff the the words he picks and a lot of it is just off the cuff like even when he was doing he was replacing howard stern on the radio show he just go off on a riff about some general idea there'd be a cadence to just even how he was talking there's a cadence here there's a there's a swagger there's a groove i mean never mind the instrumentation going on here which is phenomenal but i don't know mark (laughs) the the anti the anti roth guy what what, what do you think of what's going on here 
Oh, great. You just you stir in the pot over there. <laughs> That's my job. And and it's funny enough that you throw it to me because I was going to say I uh, I shit a lot on Dave's lyrics per se. Not all of them, but a lot of them that are nonsense. Uh, some of which happen to be some of their biggest hits, but we'll get to that. Um, but this, on the other hand, is very good lyrics. These are These are really great lyrics, and I agree with you about the cadence of his uh, his vocal phrasing, uh, what he's doing uh, in terms of blending together with what's happening in the instrumentation is working. It's different though. It's not uh, it's not kind of your usual David Lee Roth flavor and yet it kind of mm. still he's still throwing he's still throwing a little bit of his uh, Rothisms just to let you know that oh, he's yeah. still you know he's still there. Uh, like the, the the line when he said, uh, my love was a darn disgrace. My love was a darn <laughs> disgrace. Yeah. Like, it's like, remember, I'm still David Lee Roth. Like, yes, we know. We get, we got you. But uh, but I like the story that he's telling in the lyrics. So I'm not shitting on this whatsoever. boy, you're coming around. I like it. It's coming around. <laughs> I was lost, and now I, I'm found. <laughs> the Roth game. I'm sitting here thinking Michael Anthony fans got to be love in this song because he is. Oh, yeah. Michael Anthony said, "You're gonna hear me, motherfucker. I got you. <laughs> no I'm doing kidding. this. I am attacking this bass, and you're gonna hear it." Now, does but does Mike play with a pick? That's a good question because here it does sound like he is using a pick just by the sound mm-hmm. of the attack when he's on the strings. Like there's a lot of like, yeah, I don't know. What what do you think? Work. He might be really good at galloping with just the fingers, but I I hear what you're 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 saying, and I think maybe possibly uh, at least on uh, in the studio, yeah, he's pl- plucking could him. He could be, be plucking him yeah. too. He could be, yeah. Um, I'm willing to bet he probably alternates, like gives it uh, gives it some uh, picking for a little bit, and then switches back to his uh, you know just regular gallop fingers, and uh, maybe maybe a hybrid of the two. And. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in concert, from what I've seen, he's mostly fingers, isn't he? I don't see him using a pick all that much. I think you're right. I always thought so. So, um, so it wouldn't shock me if this is in fact like, nope, no picking, just fingers. Like, Do you think okay, when he well, plays, you. Like, like I think when he plays, I think he's like, even though he's using his fingers, he's kind of slapping those fingers. I know he's not like using his thumb or anything, but I think he's just really aggressive when he's hitting those notes. He's not just strumming the notes or like. He's actually smacking those notes. Yeah, I think yeah, I've, he's, I've seen... he's definitely attacking the, the notes there. Yeah, live. I was it live without a net. When I was watching the video, it almost looked like he was kind of almost pulling the bass strings when he was playing. So yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a really heavy so, yeah. attack on there. So yeah, and the harmonies in there, my God, and Michael Anthony is just a monster when it comes to harmonies. You can hear him in the background. He's this, you know, this this big short guy, but the notes that he can hit, my God, it just makes you the hair on your arm stand up <laughs> yeah. now according okay. to setlist fm uh 
going all the way back to 1974, uh, was only played uh, like 10 times. But then in 2015, uh, when Wolfie was playing bass, yeah. he did 34 times. So, uh, yeah. Oh, boy. You're kidding me? I'm, I'm sure Wolfie was obviously a fan of the song. How could he not be? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had a better pulse on what was great Van Halen more than anybody in the band did. Yeah, no, I would 100% agree with that because he had a lot of input into uh, those two tours with uh, with Dave yep. when he joined the band. So the fact they played this more in 2015 than any other time, I think, uh, speaks volumes. Hey, wait, oh, wow. so wait, can we can we just pause for a sec here? But didn't wasn't there? Did you guys actually see the the final the final tours or no? I never did. No, I did not. They were supposed Neither to play Regina. Uh, they canceled an entire leg of the tour. I had a friend who worked for a radio in Regina and said, Van Halen's coming. This is the date. Get ready. And then they canceled it before they ever announced it. So did they do like Calgary and then they did like Winnipeg? Yeah, they never did come to Saskatchewan, oh. which a lot of bands don't. So <laughs> that that sucks, man. That's not fair. Yeah. You you missed a really good cool in the gang show. I bet that sounded like it would be amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm gonna go on record right now. Well, Todd, well, Todd, no, Todd, you 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 tell us who who yeah, is tell us who about is, that. What cool in the gang? Actually, you know what? When I heard about it, it was like, well, it's it's kind of like you got like two different genres all together. That'd be like having, you know, Garth Brooks and then Celine Dion or something. Like it just, <laughs> the, it's a different thing all together. But you know, it worked. Like that probably happened were, in Nashville at some point. Yeah, but they, they were excellent too. I mean, it was everybody was grooving, uh, getting ready for uh, for Van Halen to come on, and and uh, yeah, kudos, they did an excellent job. I hadn't never heard them live before, but they they put on a great show. It'd be like if, gonna... uh, if a Zam Fear and the Pan Flute opened for Metallica, <laughs> <laughs> or the Painter opening for Kiss. <laughs> uh hey I, i'm gonna quote what todd said after the show because we both went to that show together I, I um you said something along the lines of cool and the gang blew away van halen oh really well todd i, can see I mean you know what i don't want to i don't want to rag on van halen <laughs> uh but more more so i think i mean dave as he got older i don't know just the lyrics and, and singing and, and half the words seem to be missing and when, when he first got on there and he had the, uh, they had the shuffleboard floor uh, that they had put in the, like the, that click flooring. Mm -hmm. And then they put that, uh, that way you play those, uh, uh, that game like where baby you powder. slide. Yeah, baby powder or something there so he could do his little shuffle thing. I was scared that he was going to do, like when he did his leg lifts, like when he, he puts his leg up, I was like, oh my God, I hope he has a good, you know, he's he's standing very strong on where he is because if he goes off in an angle one or the other he's going to slip on that talcum powder and and take a header but <laughs> did he they literally took it they took 45 minutes to set up the dance floor for for dave in front yeah. of the drum drum riser <laughs> and he just shuffled he was shuffling around and just just like he was on ice so it was, it was pretty cool yeah good show eddie, eddie and alex sounded great yeah it was it was a good show regardless well that's one thing if you listen to the tokyo dome album the band is phenomenal mm -hmm. but yeah the vocals uh, leave something to be desired and like i i listened to panama today from that album and it's just oh it's it, it's painful
Ladies and gentlemen, the band Boston. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the 12 string, I was going to, I was going to actually, I thought of that Boston. It was like, it's kind of like that Boston-esque type, type of uh, groove. Even little, uh, kind of that pullback. Yeah, vocally and that, like that pullback of the music, like it's really hard rock. And then we just kind of pull it back a little bit, you know, and whatever it gives you. It's like, it just, it gives me a Boston feel. That's not a bad thing because Boston's a great band, but mm -hmm. uh, not not what you would uh, uh, expect from a Van Halen tune usually. But uh, you know, what do I know? Bells ringing. I think I heard an angel sigh. She said, "There'll be times. There will be times. You're gonna hear the angels singing." Somewhere, I think Eric said, Damn, those are very tight. happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds this mental image of Eric just smiling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he was pretty excited. <laughs> <laughs> how do you not smile at that man those god those harmonies are so tight oh so good yeah it was that was that was that's something that's why i like the song so much it's just one of those like we're not just a hard rock party band like there's way more going on yeah and this is an early song like way back to the backyard party days they were doing this song so that's really interesting now is this this is the last song of the album yeah. yes just kind of like happy trails was the was the yep. the last it, it, they they seem to end with the same type of uh mellow mellow to groove i guess yeah that's a good observation because i think every album pretty much ended with that uh, in the diamond dave era could hear the bass during the guitar solo yeah <laughs> so good i told you so michael good. would not be denied this song it's like no you're gonna hear me it's unreal and, and, you know, and this week in van halen news uh there was an article in rolling stone uh, a journalist uh, actually kind of found a database of uh, email addresses and he emailed a bunch of guys like gene simmons and stuff a bunch of joke emails and he sent one to what he thought was Eddie Van Halen and said, hey, how's Michael Anthony doing? And he got a reply. And, and, <laughs> and he said, you know, not as good as Wolfgang. And, and they started a conversation throughout the years. But, you know, he didn't say a lot of nice things about uh, Michael, but fuck, he's killing it on this track, isn't he? Yeah. He's under he's underrated, man. Like, he generally serves the song. He's not going to be showy. But I mean, in a section like that, he's basically carrying the song. He's playing the guitar part kind of on bass, I feel here. He's, mm -hmm. you know, just reminding everybody, this is what the song is. 
and way up front in the mix, which is really surprising. I'll, I'll throw it to Mark and Todd now as the guitar experts on the panel here. Uh, your thoughts on uh, Eddie and his uh, little guitar, uh, even reluctantly call it a solo, it wasn't really much of a solo. No, and I hate to say this, but I feel like Eddie's solo was was overshadowed by everything Michael is doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> never thought that would ever happen. Yeah, but I was like, I guess I just never noticed that. Uh, I have heard this song before, but it's not one, uh, like I said, it's not one in my usual rotation. So uh, it's easy to overlook what's happening in this track until we break it down like we're doing. And yeah, oh. Mike, Michael's on a mission, it seems like, and whatever that mission is, he's succeeding. Yeah, being that there's only, I was going to say, being that uh, there's only three instruments, um, I mean, Michael has to really, you know, bring up his game to fill in the whole back end of the of the mix. So he does an excellent job in that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. with, with, I mean, his vocals and the bass. So he's got the high register yeah. and he's got his low register. And then you get everybody else in the middle. So, yeah. And how many times have we heard it's usually Alex filling that role uh, of kind of the backbone True. behind Eddie Solo, right? And here it's more Michael yeah. Anthony. That, that, that's, that's a great point. a little bit more uh they, they actually put a little oh, yeah. uh, instrumental piece at the end uh entitled growth uh so uh, is that what it's called yeah it's called growth uh, well, I, I know what it is i just didn't know what it's called yeah let's uh check that out here have it that's uh in a simple <laughs> rhyme and growth uh, from growth. women and children first <laughs> it's it's 15 what? seconds long <laughs> was it necessary you be the judge but that's that's the track that's like the end of the Def leopard album pyromania i think was that the it's just this right. weird groove just out of nowhere great i don't know it's, it's kind of cool it's like we're not done. I don't Apparently, know. that was a staple of the band's live shows with Raw. And uh, I'd often uh, started the encores uh, way back when. So that's kind of cool. But they would start the encore with that? Yeah. Nice. I'm sure uh, Eric can tell me if I'm full of shit or not, but uh, I seem to remember. <laughs> yeah. We have to be fact checked by Eric at all times now. At because, all times. You know, if, if not, then we hear we hear all about it on a social you know, media maybe we just replace me with eric senich i'm cool with that i'll, I'll just hit the button yeah. and play the song and eric can talk about the music because he knows much more than i do ericopedia or something i think it's called yeah. there you go <laughs> all right so it wasn't the song we all wanted but damn if i didn't enjoy it what do you guys think 
Well, that's, I mean, that, that's going to be the question. So without further ado, we, we've just, we, we took in the song. There it is in a simple rhyme, Todd, Sean, you are our guest. So we will go to you first. Uh, I guess we'll do it. We'll do it individually. So Todd, starting with you, with your guitar tribute behind you on the display uh, in all of this Van Halen glory was in a simple rhyme what dreams are made of or was the dream over for you uh, i gotta say the dream was over for that one that that wasn't your typical hitty song <laughs> you're kicked right off, off the, the show you're kicked <laughs> off the show wow that's surprising wow yeah uh, it's 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 a it's a decent tune but it's not it's not when i think eddie that's not the tune I think of, hmm. but that's, but that's me. Well, that's a, that is a, a fair assessment. And that is uh well, we got one for the dream is over. So there's uh the, the 2% grows perhaps. Uh, <laughs> not, you know, who knows? You, they, they, actually, there might be more people agree with you on this one, uh, but will it be Sean? Sean was in a simple rhyme. The dream was the dream over for you or is this what dreams are made of? Oh, the dreams are made of. I don't need, a, I, guess I, I guess I don't need a killer Eddie solo. There, it's got all the other elements of Van Halen that I really like. I really like what Alex is doing. I mean, how the whole thing starts off. And Michael Anthony, and this is like, this is pure Roth. Maybe this is more more like this would fit more on a, like a Roth solo album or something. Maybe I don't know, but I don't know. I I love everything about this song. Well, there you go. All right, so we got uh, one and one. Corey, for you, was in a simple rhyme. Uh, the dream, or are you waking up from a nightmare? You know, I started this episode thinking I related to Todd, but now I don't. Uh, I, 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 just, I think he's a dumbass because I love this song. <laughs> and, and I, I'm kidding, of course. But I'm with Sean. I, I loved everything about this. I love that Mike was up front in the mix uh, with the bass. I love the mix of this song. Uh, we, we've heard so many bad mixed Van Halen tracks lately, Mark, that uh, it, it's refreshing to get. We have back-to-back -back Women and Children first. This is such a great album and great produced by, by Ted Templeman. Uh, I love that, you know, David shot on this and, and Alex had some great moments and yeah, it wasn't the best Eddie track of all time, uh, but everybody else kind of had their time to shine. So absolutely for me, this is what dreams are made of. All right. Do we need ominous music playing here? For the final <laughs> vote? Uh, the final vote, yes. No pressure. Uh, so for me, was the dream over or is this what dreams are made of? And it might interest you to know this. Well, because I feel, I feel terrible now. Well, no, it's it's because I uh, agreed and understood everything you said, Todd, and I was with you. 
But the thing is, sometimes we listen to a track and even just a tiny bit of it, tiny bit of, of whatever's happening in the song can save an otherwise drab tune. We've had uh, songs where I thought, oh yeah, nope, never listen to this Van Halen song ever again. This is an easy vote. And then Eddie comes in with this rip-roaring solo and I'm like, well, if not for that solo, then uh, that would have been gone. But the solo saved the song or something happened to make me change my mind. And you know who saved the song for me? Michael Anthony. He <laughs> is exactly what uh, Corey said. The, the mixing is good. The mixing, uh, especially with him up front, I still say in my head, Canon, when they were recording this, I don't think Michael would be denied his, his, his moment in the sun for this track. I don't know why this track specifically, but why not? We're there. And he definitely shines and it's no disrespect to Dave. Actually, I think this is one of the better lyrics I've heard out of Dave so far. And, uh, and I know everyone's going to come for me for that and that's fine. I'll, I'll accept it. But lyrically, this is really good. Vocally, he's very good. It's, it's not the greatest Dave uh, vocals, but it's still good. And it works for the song. The solo that Eddie performed, there's never a bad solo. Even his lukewarm solos are still pretty damn good. This one was good. However, as I said, it was overshadowed by Michael Anthony laying down the groove, taking the bass for a walk, as it were. Uh, I don't know if he's doing it with a pick, if he's just simply galloping with his fingers. Either way, it works. It saved the song for me. Otherwise, it would have been just kind of a, yeah, okay, I don't need to listen to that again. But now, now I feel rejuvenated. And this, for me, is a rocking tune. And yes, the dream this is what dreams are made of. Now, I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to say that Eric Senich right now is saying, Ah, oh, yes! Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully just like that. <laughs> oh, yes! I think that's what he did. Nice. Eric, call in with your best David Lee Roth impression. We, we demand it, and we totally won't <laughs> record it at all. Wink. <laughs> um... I, I'm just wondering if Todd's like gonna like like Austin Powers like <laughs> like do we got Mariano under underneath that that mask? <laughs> I was wondering that myself actually. That would be an impressive trick. Just just John just pulls off the mask right away. He's like, it was me. It was me the whole time. God <laughs> damn it, John. Yeah, the the song. I mean, the song is 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 good, but it's not one of those songs that I would put like so oh i'm gonna put women and children first i'm gonna put this song on uh like like you guys said i mean i i agree totally with you guys with michael anthony and and the songwriting everything was good it just the the groove was uh, i don't know it's just, it just a little too mellow i guess for me you know th this mellow. is an album with a lot of highlights uh so yeah i i, I can totally see your, your point too todd even if i don't necessarily agree with it but uh um, on, on women and children, you'd probably rank this, uh, you know, the bottom third, right? Compared yeah, to like, uh, uh, for the, the whole rock on the album. Some, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Oh, I guess right. we're going to have to do this. not a Van Halen hater. Let's let, let's not. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Yeah, we have no, to no, no. set that straight. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I love Van Halen. I, 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 I had tapes back in the day when you, I would play them and play them and play them to the point where they would stretch and they would squeal. Anybody who's had a, you know, who's older, who know what a cassette is <laughs> and have played them, uh, once you've played them uh, 1,800 times, uh, after a while, they start to squeal. 
mm-hmm. and uh, they slow down and they lose their you know the definition so i mean I've, I've gone through i don't know how many cassettes and then thank god when cds came out i mean you could play them endlessly and you wouldn't lose any any uh audio on it at all so but yeah you know yeah. mark can't relate but i'm right there with you with the cassettes because i remember <laughs> taking my copy of women and children out of the tape deck of my car and having to take the pencil and trying to wind it back because the yeah. tape deck tried to eat it. So uh, you're pretty sure I mentioned cassettes last week. <laughs> I still don't believe you know what a cassette is, Mark. You're you're, you're a young. Wow. All right. You and Sean are the two youngins on the panel here. What are you talking about, yeah, dude? We're, we're I'm the 51 years old, man. 51? I don't believe it. You don't look a day over 31. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> there you go. But. Yes, this is a. Uh, I'll be the baby of this group. It's fine. I'm. Uh, I'm down with the kids. That's what they're saying, right? They're saying down. Is that down? Why not? Or is it up? Up with the kids? No, I'm up well, with the kids because they won't go to bed. That's what it is. There you go. See, ah, I, I well, got a 14 year old. I don't have that problem. Says, uh, I'm swaggy. So <laughs> swaggy is new term. Swaggy. Swaggy. Yeah. <laughs> he's swaggy and he's got uh well you got the swag because uh you know we got merch and you guys uh, that's not a great segue but i'm t- here to tell you <laughs> you should support us you should keep us Thank going if you like what you're hearing yeah <laughs> we have merch uh go to podcastwillrock.com find our merch uh little area our t public store get some stickers get some shirts uh when it gets colder we got your hoodies and uh if you're still masked up we can uh we can get our logo uh on a mask it's good stuff, and you're being safe, and that's what we're all about. We're all about having fun but doing it safely, but, you know, safely within reason because, you know, if you're going to party like Van Halen, you got to get a little crazy, but uh, but don't get too crazy because, you know, you're, you're not rock stars. We're not rock stars. They're rock stars. They can get away with that. I don't talk but, uh, we're Yeah, rock. yeah, of course. Our guests are <laughs> definitely rock stars on, on the show and uh, just in life in general and on their own shows. You guys – that is our episode sean todd thank you much so much for being on the show uh before we go though please tell the people where they can find you uh your socials your show tell us more about that and uh what's going on in your worlds todd sexy show sexy social time (laughs) sexy social time Uh, yeah, you can uh, visit us at uh, seangeek.ca that's s-e-a-n uh, or no, sorry, Sean McGinnity. <laughs> I mixed it up. He got uh, turned on by himself, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I was going to kick out the show now. <laughs> I, look, I, I'm about as red as my shirt. Look. <laughs> no, I, I, I think you kick Todd off and you bring me on. It could be Sean Geek and uh, Dipshit. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it's it's at uh, Sean McGinnity. Uh, dot ca so it's s-e-a-n-m-c-g-i-n-i-t-y dot ca just because and uh it's at sean geek podcast for all the socials uh even reddit and we're even on freaking linkedin i why i just because why not why not just because yeah. sure <laughs> the suit and ties are like what are you talking about this week <laughs> Well, I, 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 I'm a fan. I, I, I can attest. Everybody should go out and follow the Sean Geek podcast because these guys do a fantastic job. And uh, no matter what you're into, they do a podcast on it, like uh, whether it's music or, or geek stuff. Like I said, I, I tune in all the time whenever you're talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness or 
for mm-hmm. Spider-Man because I'm, I'm kind of a big movie fan and, and the Marvel fan. So I really dig those podcasts, but there's a little something for everybody, which is what I really love about your show. You even did one on on podcasting and, and kind of the ins and outs of podcasting and the different yeah. pitfalls you kind of fall into. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I also want to give a shout out to Corey Taves, who's on our show like all the freaking time, and uh, Karen Brazula, who's on our show all the time. Usually when we're going like heavy geek marvel movies and star wars and stuff we'll bring karen in because that's not todd's cup of tea and uh we bring Corey along because we've all bled with Corey, and Corey has his own show called called geek spin which is fantastic he he covers nerd nerd music which is which is really really good it's introduced me to a lot of great uh a lot of great bands but um we have a the episode next week is going to be uh well i don't know this will probably be released much later but we're doing one all on Star Wars uh, this coming Monday, Karen and I did. And then now uh, we have Eric coming back. Eric's been uh, clamoring to uh, to tackle a- another Van Halen album. And then we also have uh, Danny coming up, and he's going to talk about his Kiss Kiss band, Kiss cover band that he has, which is freaking phenomenal. I got to send you guys links to some of the videos of their shows. It's, yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Too much, talent. Huge too much talent in their family. I wish they shared it more with me with me anyway. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's our stuff. All right, all right. Corey, where can the good people find you in the show? Oh, oh they can find me in too many places. There's way too much Corey out there. We, we need to cut back some, but you can find me on Twitter at CD Morset. And uh, I do two more shows uh, with the uh, previously mentioned evil John Mariano. Uh, Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited. Uh, we're breaking down the entire Aerosmith catalog. Um, as of this week, uh, what we're doing is we're, we're taking the top 18 Aerosmith tracks and creating the ultimate Aerosmith playlist. So Todd can relate to this when you had cassettes. We, when you got like that that, that super uh, extended play cassette where you could fit like 18 songs on it. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're trying to come up with the ultimate Aerosmith mixtape. That was an and, SLP. Yes, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> as of this week, we put our 18th track on it. So now... Whenever we bring up a song, we have to replace it. If we want to put it on the mixtape, we have to take something off. So now is when things are going to get interesting. So I have that show. I also have Backtrack Steam Music, where we're talking about uh, movie soundtracks, uh, TV soundtracks, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I brought up songs from Almost Famous, The Commitments. Uh, John brought up Johnny Dangerously. Uh, mm. And, you know, we got a bunch of uh, cool stuff coming up on that one. Hopefully, uh, I, I, I can talk my brothers from Manitoba into coming on that show as well and talking about their favorite uh uh, soundtrack uh, songs but uh, that's where you can find me on there and mark uh, where can the fine folks find you oh they can find me at mark the bat on twitter and instagram if you want to uh but uh what you should be doing is tuning into the deep dive podcasting network where not just us but all the great shows uh concerning music rock music any band you can possibly think of uh we got a show for it so be sure to tune into that check out all of the shows including Corey's two that he's got going on because those are lots of fun i can't wait to come back to aerosmith revisited and to be a guest on uh backtracks theme music that's going to be a very fun time uh once again uh thank you to sean and todd for being on and uh one thing we forgot to mention, big congratulations to Wolfie Van Halen himself on his recent engagement at the time of this recording. Uh, good on you, sir. Good on you. Congrats and good luck. Absolutely. So that's uh, good stuff. 
all relevant in the Van Halen world, Van Halen news. Uh, shout out to uh, to Eric uh, at the Van Halen news desk for just, you know, just for being you. And we'll look forward to your Diamond Dave impression in the very near future. <laughs> but until that time oh, happens, yeah. that's that yes. wasn't even a sound drop. That was Sean. That, that was, was just really Sean. Good. So now we're going to get a, a harmony with Sean and Eric <laughs> just just going back just a, just a duel a back and forth impersonation duel of, oh, of David yes. Lee Roth <laughs> because that's what you tune into the Van Halen show for we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.